Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast. Podcast. Episode 121, Adam Childs with Kieran Lefebvre. What's up? What's up? Today we are talking about strength and conditioning from home. Yeah, so this is a follow-on from episode... 117. 117, was it? Mm. Was it that? I thought it was 118. My bad. Um, Yeah, where we we did an episode talking about our top five lifts for jiu-jitsu. And off the back of that, we're going to do, well, what do we need to do those lifts? Pretty much mentioned it in the episode a little bit. But, you know, how can we build a little bit of a home gym if you're someone who is so inclined? Maybe you've got Mm. a garage, a bit of space, an unused room. Whatever. Apartment. Apart- yeah. Your <laughs> lounge room. Yeah, wherever you want to. Yes, Kieran has a bench press in his lounge room. I do. All right. References off camera. Yeah. Next to the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. That was set up in October. <laughs> Actually, I'm just looking. It's like got like one, what do you call those things? A uh, bubble. A, a bubble. I think they're called a bauble. Oh, know. whatever. It's got <laughs> one, two, three Christmas decorations on it. It's got lights on it. And lights. Uh, plug very, the lights to plug the light. It's, our, a very our sad, it's a very sad Christmas tree. Yeah, well, don't tell that to my fiance. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get into the meat of this episode, we got to give a shout out to Chrissy, one of our listeners and now a question submitter from the previous episode, 120. Uh, that was the first question submitted. Uh, she was talking about mentality around competing. She followed up with, a, with an email and showed us some photos of her she she did compete obviously before the episode aired so we didn't help her at all we didn't help her at all but still uh she she ended up placing uh she came second at her first comp at uh i think first comp ever but comp at blue belt and uh yeah so big shout out to chrissy yeah well thanks done. thanks for the email chrissy it was really nice and yeah it was awesome. you know uh uh <laughs> she wrote guess what my favorite guard is and then all the photos of her doing single leg x yeah so I figure it's Spider Guard. She must like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, that was some cool photos. Thanks for the email, Chrissy. Really nice words. And I actually received between the last episode we re- we recorded and today. Mm. Actually, um, I don't know if you saw them all, but we got like heaps of messages on Instagram of just people saying heaps. like, "Oh, We're famous, yeah, yeah." Look at us go, you know, <laughs> heaps like two or whatever. Yeah, but sorry, no, derailing. But just got a few messages from people saying like, oh man, you know, listen to the podcast, love the podcast, keep up the good work. And yeah, it's nice to receive those messages. And, you know, so thank you to the people who take the time to send us a message. And that's nice. Uh, um, And this off off the back of that, we've said this before, when we run into people at local competitions, you know, it's always nice when people come up and say hello and yeah. Yeah, so like hearing from it you. makes us so, feel important. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, all. Yeah. Hey man, someone said hello to me. It's all been worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so yeah, today's episode, it, it's going to be, um, I have did some research for this episode leading in and I tried to piggyback, as Adam mentioned, off uh, episode 117 and where we spoke about our top five strength lifts for BJJ. So if you haven't listened to that, uh, it's not that you need to, to understand what we're talking about, but it'll give some context surrounding this episode. So make sure you go and listen to that one as well. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're basically, I've calculated how much it would cost someone in Australia and the United States to put together a little home gym based around ticking off my top five recommendations for lifts. Now on the back of those top five recommendations, there was a lot of conversation and discussion generated in the the wider community it's really interesting when i found this phenomenon and this isn't like this is a little bit controversial and it's going to make me sound a little bit like a dick this is by no means um like a, a call out to anyone in particular but i've noticed whenever you put out any like recommendations for fitness it's kind of like nutrition in a way that everyone sort of piles on at, at like experts you know what i mean like mm. For example, the what I'm talking about specifically is I put out an Instagram uh, reel like recommending three lifts. And funnily enough, the three of the lifts were only one of them was in my top five list. It was just three lifts like to do to give people, you know, ideas, very basic information that were literally the what we call in the powerlifting world, 
it was three of the top four. Top four being deadlifts, squats, uh, overhead press, and bench press. And it was the three that are most relevant, obviously eliminating bench press. So it was, I recommended people do squats, front squat variation, um, overhead press, barbell variation, and deadlifts, conventional deadlifts. And people just jumped in the comments and like, yeah, but you didn't mention this. You didn't mention that. It's like, well, would you want me to fucking publish an encyclopedia on every fucking lift you can do? Like, what do you want from me? And then people, the point I was trying to make at the start of this rant is whenever you talk about strength and conditioning, if someone, and this is the part that's going to make me sound like a dick, if someone has lift before, like maybe they have a 12 months under their belt of, of lifting experience in their mind because they've made some muscle gains, they're an expert. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like, I get it. Like you don't have to have it's a like fucking- It's like the white belt teaching the white belt. Cause that dude- A little bit. Cause that dude hit that one submission. <laughs> the pro now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you need to have like a certificate foreign fitness or fucking diploma and this and that. Like- I'm not one of those guys. Like, I'm not saying that a guy with a degree knows more than a guy that doesn't have any qualifications because, you know, it's case-by-case basis. But I just find, like, conditioning of fitness in general, very specifically, because of the nature of social media, anyone can be an expert now and everyone thinks they are. And it's it's really, it can be frustrating. Like, I got into a a conversation with a guy in the comments um, around, like, these top three and he was like, yeah, you shouldn't do overhead press because it can be dangerous. Like, or something like that. And I'm like, every lift can be dangerous if you perform it incorrectly. Like, or he said, yeah, you shouldn't recommend that because not everyone can do it. Well, not everyone can do squats, mate. What about people in wheelchairs? Are they, (laughs) like, that's a ridiculous example. That's a bit of a scarecrow fallacy in my own argument. So I'd admit to that. But like, there are pros and cons and risks with every lift that you do. So when it comes to the top five, um, and this is linking it back to our content here, like if, when it comes to the top five that we recommended, and I'm going to go through those again uh, to, to give your, your memory a bit of a jog. Like if there's an exercise I haven't mentioned that you're like, yeah, but I, I like that better. It doesn't invalidate the entire list and it doesn't invalidate your exercise and it doesn't invalidate ours. How many times have we mentioned when we've done anything to do with essentially exercise or working out or strength and conditioning? We've said so many times that, you know, the best workout is the one that you do. Because I've said percent. multiple times, I actually quite hate exercising and working out. I like doing sports like yeah. jujitsu or rock climbing or surfing or whatever it is. I'll do a sport that happens to be exercise, right? I actually don't particularly, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually don't particularly like working out. For the sake of working for out. For the sake of working yeah. out. So, um, yeah, like if you don't like one of these and it's kind of like, well, do the one you like or don't do any at all, then do the fucking one you like. Do the one you like. like I mean, 100%. you know, it's, uh, it, you know, I'm not, of course, uh, people know, I'm not a personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach or anything people like know. that. <laughs> the, the people the, the know. The people know, Adam. You don't need to say that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, bench press is a, a, hmm. a bad exercise uh, just from... I'm saying that from just multiple trainers I've spoken to that it's just, it can be very bad for your shoulders. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't really translate directly to jujitsu and, and these sort of things. So something like a dumbbell press is better because you've got stability and, you know, you're not in a yeah. fix, it's safer for your shoulders because you're not in this fixed position, blah, 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 blah. However, if you don't like doing dumbbell press, you're like, well, I fucking like, I mean, if you like doing bench press, I mean, it's, do bench press. as long as- yeah. Like you said, any lift can be dangerous. Yep. I mean, you could be doing deadlifts with a five kilo kettlebell and you could get a back spasm. Yep. Or like, I you mean, could it's slip a disc, anything. Yeah. yeah. So as long as you're doing it safely, I mean, if you enjoy bench press, do it. It's not hurting you. Like, just like do it. Yeah. It's fine. It's 100%. better than not doing yeah. anything. Yeah, I totally agree. And I was thinking of the exact same example of bench press. Do I put bench press specifically in my strength and conditioning programs for BJJ? No, I do not. Do I put that in there as an option if you want to sub it out? Yeah, I do. And the reason behind that is exactly what you said. If you enjoy it, fucking do it. If you like lifting like a powerlifter, if you like focusing on the big four or the big three, if you will, the squat, deadlift, and bench press, and you want to isolate those exercises in perpetuity and do them forever, go for it. Like, obviously, there's going to be uh, pros and cons, but you're, you're exactly right. The best workout is the one that you do. Yeah. 
So fuck that was a rant. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran needed to shut down some hate comments. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily hate comments. It was more so like from people that, I mean, not that I recommend really like stalking people. Like someone gives you a, a bit of criticism, you shouldn't go stalk their profile and be like, oh, you don't know shit. But I did, and <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm not saying that I'm not saying they don't know what they're talking about. It's more like, okay, are you a are you a SNC coach? Like, and again, it's it's not like that they need to be to, to have an opinion on something or to know something. It's like, it's the internet thing, right? Where you say, oh, I really like oranges. And then someone will be like, what the fuck do you mean? What's wrong with apples? You mean you hate apples? Why do you hate apples? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like you yeah. say anything and because you uh, are putting yourself out there because of the nature of it, like people automatically jumping on you and be like, you know, you because you didn't mention these exercises, why do you hate them? Like people kept saying to me uh, in that oh fucking- God, it's like that. I mean, I don't want to get too- it's not a topic at all that we talk about on the podcast, but I mean- We're in this deep. No, but I mean, you know, it, it was like the whole, you know, with like Black Lives Matter and then people saying, well, we're not saying white lives don't matter. Like, I mean, it's yeah, like you said- All lives matter, bro. All yeah, lives matter. It's like, come on, man. It's, it's not like, the point. Yeah, yeah it's totally. like you said, you know, just because you say you like oranges doesn't mean you hate all other fruits. Yeah, exactly, you know, just exactly. Yeah. And yeah, people kept mentioning like, oh, well, I really like, like I, I really like pull-ups. I don't, why didn't you? Why don't you like pull ups a bit? Yeah. It's like, it's like bro, well, I can't fit five. them. Yeah, I can't fit like, them all in. Literally, they're in my top two. Even yeah. like, if yeah. I was to list the top five again, rank the top five, that would be probably one or two. My top five favorite foods, bro. You didn't put cake in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> the fuck's wrong with cake, Ben? Um, yeah. So that was my rant, and this leads us into you know the top five. So as a summer, as a summary and a and a refresher, um, I'm, I'm going to go through my top five from episode one one seven. Again, best strength exercises for BJJ. Uh, this is in no particular order, but we can order them. Fuck it. Um, number one is kettlebell bottoms up press as my push exercise. My pull exercise was overhand pull ups. Weighted preferably. Number three for glutes and uh, a bridge movement is barbell back squats. The hinge movement, number four, is single leg deadlifts. And finally, number five for f- core and grip, uh, hanging leg raises. Yeah. And, and, mine, and mine were very similar. So I had, um, yeah, kettlebell bottoms up, shoulder press, or just like shoulder press, if you will. Uh, I had renegade rows in there for a pull i can't remember if i had pull-ups in there or not they were great exercise but i fucking hate them and suck at them i had deadlifts in there my squat variation was pistol squats Mm -hmm. instead of back squats and i don't think i put a core exercise no i didn't put a core exercise in it but anyway they're very similar yeah lifts just you know slight variations yeah 100 Uh, Six in one, half dozen in the other, more or less. Totally. Right. And you probably, have you seen- um, and In terms of what we're going to talk about today, my five lifts and your five lifts essentially require the same equipment. Exactly. Which is, which is, I guess, my point of saying six right. in one, half dozen of the That's other. That's why we're bringing it up. <clears throat> yeah. They're very similar in terms of you didn't have an exercise and I didn't have an exercise where you're like, well, you need to buy two completely different bits of kit for those exercises. Yeah, you know, right. like yeah. you could do either one of our lifts- lifts with the the home gym setup we're going to talk about today yeah 100 have you have you seen like the the new well it's not new it's old but it's making the rounds again you probably haven't because you you might not be in like the strength and conditioning bubble that i'm in but lots of people are promoting zercha lifts at the moment where you hold the bar you've seen them before 100 joey's probably taken you through them but you basically hold the barbell in your elbows Okay, yeah, 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 I've seen those. You can do a whole bunch of different variations of yeah. lifts. What, with what are they called? Zercher. Zercher. Is that yeah. named after a person? Uh, I believe know, so. Actually, I don't yeah. know. That's a good one. I'll write that down. I'll, I'll find out and get back to you. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, people do squats with it. Yeah, and deadlifts. And you can even do like- They some look horrible. They look very uncomfortable. They are. They are a little bit uncomfortable. But I mean, the whole point is for it to be, is to take the, the benefits of these conventional lifts, like- Take the deadlift, for example, and by having it in your elbows, the deadlift is actually a poor example. Let's take a squat. But by having the barbell, imagine it like resting in the crux of your elbows. Um, by repositioning the bar, you're getting a more of a, dare I say, functional twist to the to the lift. Right. Because think about jujitsu. It's a lot of like, um, uh, what, what would you say? Isometric holding yeah. strength. And I, I suppose that is a good way to simulate it. And it also shifts where the weight is. Cause if you have the weight in the same 
position on your body every time you t- go through the range of motion of the lift you're going to get the same stimulus that's why front squats are different from barbell back squats because the the bar path and the the weight yeah it's distribution in a slightly different spot exactly so it but engages it's funny, different muscles it's funny all the like niggles from jiu-jitsu that and i guess this is important as well because there's some exercises that you know whether it's you know, one variant is better for you than the other, some you may not be able to do. Mm. So going back to my elbow surgery that I had happen, that was, it wasn't that pull-ups <laughs> were what caused the elbow injury. It was like the straw that broke the camel's back, bone spurs in my elbow, bone fragments. Long story short, I can't really operate my elbow at max extension mm. and max compression anymore, right? Uh, it's just pretty gunky in my elbow. And so, for example, like a passive hang, I can't even really do a passive hang. If you ask me to do it, like I I have to keep my elbows bent a little bit because I can't fully lock out my elbow and hang my 100 kilos. Like that's too much load, right? So, um, you know, if I were were doing pull-ups now, they would look like little bitch pull-ups or chin-ups because, you know, I I can't do it uh, from a full hang. And similar to that, I can't do a front squat because that amount of like weight, you know, with the way that my elbow would be compressed, like I couldn't hold that, like my elbow would give out. So you might have exercises that you've got niggles, oh, you had a surgery on this or that. And, you know, look, we got Mikey at the gym, the dude's got two titanium hips. There's a mm. bunch of stuff that he can't do because physically it's not a lack of mobility or, fle- well, it is a lack of mobility, but not on his part. It's like physically, like there's, there's a certain amount of fusion in his hip that you like, you can't do it. You yeah. physically can't do it. Well, not right? only can you not do it, you probably shouldn't in <laughs> yeah. certain, in certain yeah. cases. Certain you don't want to hear yeah. the sound of metal snapping yeah. <laughs> like oh. in your hip. Yeah. Ooh, That'd yeah. be interesting. But, um, yeah. It also speaking of functional, those, uh, those Zerfer lifts, um, Zercher, sorry. Zercher, yeah. It came up on, you're right. I'm not in the same bubble as you, but I did have this. Up. No, 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 it didn't. But this other reel came up maybe one or two weeks ago. And it was interesting. It was uh, just kind of the different cultural ways, I guess is the correct word, uh, of lifting. So it was a, uh, a Chinese, I think, like bodybuilder or power lifter or whatever it was doing a workout. And from our understanding of lifting – it looked like it was all the worst technique. Like everything was with kipping and, and all this sort of stuff. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. But He's an Olympian. Right, that, that, okay. Yeah, he's a Chinese uh, medalist. Right, Olympics. so correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the, the video that I watched talked about that, well, for them and the way that they train, they more, they're not necessarily interested in like these closed chain movements of isolating one group of muscles and doing your lift or whatever. They value more like the ability to, you know. Recruit force. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, well, if you're doing a shoulder press, whatever, if I can recruit help from my quads and lower back and hips and everything to facilitate that lift, why wouldn't I? And yeah. so it looks like, you know, which kind of had me thinking like okay like i want i assume there's value in that because yes, if you look at is. if you look at throwing a punch right you know you don't have to do have much striking knowledge to know that they talk about like you know the power of the punch comes from all the way from your foot from the floor all right out, and yeah. you know through your hips and everything it's not just this isolated you know shoulder extension right mm. it's this whole chain of muscles working together and it did have me i just kind of sat there thinking about it for a while of like there definitely must be value in isolating movements but also in having this connecting chain and 100 you know well you you inadvertently gave it the perfect example look at shoulder press you use that as an example if you're doing strict shoulder press it's going to benefit you in a bunch of ways but say one way right if you take the same element of the exercise and change it slightly and make it a push press that is its own exercise is a push press a cheat rep of a strict shoulder press no it's not it's a different exercise and for those that don't know a push press like let me just take the barbell variation it's where you imagine a strict shoulder press you have a barbell it goes from your chest or thereabouts in, in line with your chin directly above your head and back down for reps 
no like real bend in your knees. Like you're not squatting it down. A push press on the other hand incorporates a small squat and an explosion from all the way from your feet up into your shoulders to get the bar above your head to lock it out and then control it down. And then with momentum squat, like squat and to press the, the barbell. It's not like a squat press, but it's, it's giving you, you're, you're enabling yourself um, momentum to get the bar up. The advantages of that is yes, you are recruiting all your muscle groups to generate as much force into that bar as possible to get it above your head. The benefits are that you can lift heavier, obviously, and also you're getting a better uh, isometric because if you think about it, the negative rather, I should say, when you're lowering the bar, there's a lot more weight than you're used to lifting. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're getting that benefit. And you yeah. would have seen like Well, I mean, it's a, it's a different exercise, right? Exactly, it's, it's a like, different exercise. You know, the amount of people that, I think maybe the the days have passed a little bit of completely shitting on on CrossFit, but you know, like the the classic one is people shitting on kipping on, pull ups, kipping yep. pull ups, right? I mean, it's a different exercise. Yes. Like you, if you're if you're telling me that Matt Fraser or Rich Froning or uh, what's her name Tia can't do strict form pull ups, you're fucking crazy. Of course they can, yep. right? And I've seen videos of like CrossFit athletes, you know, kind of debunking the whole thing being like i can do them if you want and mm. i'd like smash out like 20 strict form pull-ups or you know strict form muscle ups like it's man different exercise the kipping one like it's a different exercise you tried kipping pull-ups no no they're fucking hard it's a skill it would require a just by looking at it i assume a good amount of coordination it's a hundred percent it's a skill man like they are not easy like that no that like circular momentum that they get going like I, I can't yeah, do and it and, and, it and in practice. a wad they'll do like 20 and then they'll go do a hundred burpees or yeah, whatever it exactly. is, come back, do another 20 and yes, like, uh, yeah. I anyway. mean, I still would prefer strict overhand pull-ups for the purposes of building strength and what we're talking about. But if you're doing CrossFit, it's a skill. It's a different you, exercise. It's a different yeah, exercise, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a different yeah. skill set. You know, imagine, yeah. imagine it would be like a, a gymnast looking at the CrossFit people when they do the you know, some of the wads where they have to walk on their hands in a handstand. Mm. And a gymnast would be looking at that being like, they don't have their legs straight, their toes yeah. pointed. What yeah, the fuck? Forms, it doesn't matter, bro. It's a, diff- shit, yeah. it's a different exercise. They just need to get from A to B on their hands, you yeah, know? Like- and if you don't think that Matt Fraser is one of the fittest men on earth, like you're insane. He is yeah. fucking fit. Does he still compete, do you know, or is oh, he retired? Man, I'm, I'm so like not- I don't follow this. No, either, I did yeah. not follow- CrossFit, but I, I do have a lot of respect for, you know, the elite CrossFitters. Do I think CrossFit, because I have to say, do I think CrossFit is a good workout for BJJ? I think there's better ones. And I think it's because CrossFit's too similar to BJJ in a way that you'll be burning the candle at both ends, as we say, and the risk of injury is pretty high. But I was on the um, Elbows Tight podcast recently. I don't think the episode's aired yet. I think it's coming out in a couple of weeks. And the guys um, from Elbows Tight were mentioning that their gym is connected to a CrossFit gym and one of their training partners is like a 50-year-old guy. He does a CrossFit workout and then backs it up with like an hour and a half jiu-jitsu workout and does that like every day. Jesus. Insane. Crazy, crazy. Is that guy like one of the fittest 50-year-old around? Fuck yeah, he is. But um, <laughs> does that necessarily mean that I recommend CrossFit? No, I don't actually. I think that um, for jiu-jitsu, it's one or the other, in my opinion. It's either you, you do CrossFit or you do jiu-jitsu because it's kind of like, I don't know, I, I, I'm, I don't have analogy Adam's brain here, so I'm, I'm finding it hard to give a concrete analogy. But yeah, burning the candle at both ends is probably the best way I can describe it. Yeah, very cool. Anyway, let's build a home, Jim, Kieran. Yeah, holy shit, 23 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had another segue that I was going to talk about something else, but no, I'll rein myself in. Save it. Save it for the podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so now I did mention at the outset of the episode that I looked into some equipment, what I'd recommend, prices, and then compared it to a gym membership, blah, blah, blah. So we're going to get into some numbers uh, and some equipment. First thing I recommend for your home gym workout uh, or home gym, if you will, would be a set of kettlebells. 100%. That is the best place to start. You can get a fucking sick workout, just body weight. Like you can get an amazing workout like one that would smash you just using body weight things that are lying around the house there's like whole channels on youtube dedicated to it calisthenics workouts don't really need anything but a bar so don't get me wrong you can do that but i personally prefer to use exercise equipment as well 
but yeah, and kettlebells are just, I feel like a no brainer mm. there. You know, I know you've got some specific numbers written down, do. <coughs> which, uh, I, I don't think matters too much. Like, I mean, it depends, it's going to depend where you are in the world, yeah. but like, Honestly, 30 seconds before we started this podcast, I just quickly typed into, in, in Sydney anyway, where people kind of buy, use stuff online is Gumtree, Gumtree or yeah. Facebook Marketplace yeah. is where a lot of like people- It's like your Craigslist. Yeah, for, exactly. Yeah. It would be like Craigslist. Uh, and I just quickly went on Facebook Marketplace and I saw like, you know, for like 50, 60 bucks, you could get like one or two kettlebells, depending on the weight, yeah. you know, that people have just- trying to get rid of. So yeah. essentially you <laughs> post COVID fucking, post oh, COVID. I don't need this anymore. So yeah, you could say anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars, yeah. obviously you could go even more expensive, but um, for the average person, I don't know if you would agree with this, but if you could, let's say if you were only getting two kettlebells, yeah, right. My advice would be either a, a depending on how much you can already lift, but somewhere like a 10 and 12 kilo and like a 16 kilo or a 20, <laughs> if you're someone, you know. Totally. But, but it already, it depends what you're lifting. So a yeah. 20 is a good weight, but I mean, if you're not experienced with kettlebells or you're not, even if you've never lifted before, but you're like, if you're not a big person, a 20 kilo, like it can be heavy, man. Like Shit, for example, yeah. you ain't, if, if you're not an experienced lifter, you're not shoulder pressing a 20 kilo kettlebell. No, there's no way. Like, I don't. I don't bottoms up at twenty kilos. Yeah, to give you a point of reference, I mean, you lift way more than me, but me as a you know hundred kilo guy who has lifted on and off, like I did, I, I lifted yesterday and I was doing bottoms up with a twelve kilo yep. kettlebell. We, you know, I like, have to, I have to save the uh, North American audience here. So hundred kilos is two hundred twenty five pounds, and twelve kilos is twenty six and a half pounds. Wait, you said 100 kilos is what? 225 pounds. Why did you go to 100 kilos? No, your body weight, mate. Oh, right, right. Oh, sorry. I thought I was like, who's lifting a 100 kilo kettlebell? <laughs> yeah, so uh, 225 pounds for Adam's body weight and uh, 12 kilo is 26 and a half pounds and a 20 kilo is, we'll call it, it's 44 pounds. Yeah, okay. Pounds, useless. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, is, it is a pretty backward useless system so yeah i think your advice is great i have here what i'd recommend for intermediate to advanced lifters not necessarily advanced with kettlebells or intermediate with kettlebells but just stronger people like people that lift people that exercise you're like okay well, you know i've never done kettlebells so I'm, I'm mostly barbells and dumbbells it doesn't translate exactly my three recommendations are 8 12 and 20 or uh that's kilos or tw 17 and a half 26 and a half and 44 pounds respectively now, if you're someone that hasn't really done too much lifting, I would start with like, maybe for men, start with an eight. For women, maybe you can go start starting with a six kilo um, or 17 and a half and we'll say like, uh, I don't know, like 12 pounds or something. Yeah, I mean, it also depends on the exercise, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> for me, like if I've got an eight kilo, uh, a 17 pound kettlebell, I'm more looking, I'm going to be doing stuff like, well, I mean, these aren't exercises I really do, but I don't know, for argument's sake, like shoulder raises or, which I wouldn't be doing, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's a lighter weight or I'm going to be doing a more difficult exercise like windmills, mm -hmm. which are, um, are quite a deceptively difficult weight. I'm not going to be kettlebell swinging an eight kilo kettlebell. You could do it one-handed. You could do it one-handed. Yeah. yeah, you're and right. And then if you pair with uh, a set of bands, which is my next recommending kit resistance bands or elastic bands or uh, i think they're called jump stretch bands as well you can get them on amazon you can get a full pack for like 50 dollars australian or i think that is uh, 30 dollars us yeah and you you couple those with your kettlebells and all of a sudden you can catapult the amount of weight in in inverted commas that you are lifting for That's example, right. there's this sick um, little slingshot you can set up with a resistance band with your kettlebell. So you attach the resistance band, you stand on it, slingshot it through the kettlebell, and then when you swing it, it swings back. Yeah. So you're fighting against resistance. I, my advice though, if you're going to get resistance bands, so something like kettlebells, yeah, you're going to have good ones and bad ones in terms of the shape of them and like if they're really cheap, like from the a dollar store. Sand or whatever. Yeah. Or like get, water. Yeah, shit. exactly. So you can get really <laughs> shit ones, but generally speaking, it's a lump of weight with a handle. Yeah. There's not much to it. <laughs> However, I will say if there's anywhere you can maybe afford to spend a little bit more money, 
my advice is to do it on the resistance bands. Yeah. Otherwise, they snap. Good chance of you being one of those people having it snap in your gooch, and you know, yeah. I've I've had a full um, band snap on me during COVID. We were doing a park workout, um, and it snapped. Uh, on my hand, it was. They were some shitty Amazon ones, though, weren't they? Yeah, some yeah. shitty Amazon. So I mean, ones. look, you can get them and they're fine, but yeah. I guess it depends what you're doing. Like the classic video you see on YouTube is someone doing like assisted pull-ups with yep. a band. So you've tied the band to the bar and you put your foot in it, so it helps pull you up. Yeah, and it snaps and just goes, or snaps or slips off their foot yeah. and just it's goes straight just in between. To slip and go up there, yeah. up there, junk. But there's a way to avoid that. Don't put it on your foot. Bend your knee and put it around your knee. So if you bend your knee at a 90 degree angle and then strap it onto like your shin slash knee, it is way less likely to slip off and slingshot up into your groin. And that's how you do assist. But then we don't get the lols. (laughs) So I mean, so far we're looking at, you know, depending on the weight and how many kettlebells you want to buy. Yeah, I have some prices here. Mine, we're looking at 100, 150 bucks and you've already got kettlebells and bands. Yeah, like like you said, you can go on Craigslist, uh, Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, and you can pick up some pre-loved kettlebells on the cheap because most people like, you know, everyone buys at some point, buys some home workout equipment and 90% of those people get sick of it or end up just going to a regular gym or don't work out and like it collects dust and the missus is yelling at them, what are you going to do with the kettlebells? Yeah. And yeah. you fucking put them on marketplace, <laughs> you just get rid of them for hundred bucks or whatever, yeah. you paid 400, you know. But anyway, I got some brand, like some prices for brand newies. If, if you know, you don't have that as a last resort, uh, you can get a uh, eight kilo or seven and a half pound for uh, $49 Australian, 32 US. And these are like cream of the crop competition kettlebells. So, you know, this is probably as expensive as it's going to get. Twelve bucks uh, costs. Uh, sorry, twelve kilograms will cost you around seventy dollars Australian or uh, forty-five US, and and that's twenty-six and a half pounds. And a twenty kilo or forty-four pound is one hundred five dollars or seventy dollars USD. So yeah, yeah. So. 50 to 100 bucks. Exactly. Kettlebells. Right? <laughs> Thereabouts. Oh, there yeah. A little bit more. About 200. Well, yeah. If you're three. getting, yeah. You're getting but, brand new ones. I mean, if you want to go brand new. Like I yeah. said, honestly, you I have to. spent 30 seconds before this episode and yeah, I found but someone. We live in CBD of Sydney. Yeah, we do. Right. But they also have Craigslist and yeah, so much. I don't, know if you've right, ever, I don't know if you've ever used Craigslist. <laughs> what, but if, like what if they live in Alaska, Adam? What about for our Alaska <laughs> then, listeners? Why are you alienating people? fucking kettlebell are, Kettlebell swing a polar bear. I don't care, man. <laughs> 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 you know nothing about Alaska. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next bit of equipment that I would recommend is a pull-up bar slash dip bar rack. Yeah. So this is obviously now getting into potentially more expensive kit. Depends. You can get, for example, I've got one of these at the gym and it's like- How a, much was it? Uh, I stole it. No, it was Fair like a, was like, a gift. Yeah, yeah, someone just gave it to me. But it's yeah. like a wobble rack, right? Like, oh, you, oh, like bad. you know, you do your dips, and it's like it's wobbling side to yeah. side, and like you more or less need someone standing there to hold it sturdy. You can for get you. some like big sandbags on the. No, chip. no, it's yeah, no, it's not about that. Like it's weighted down with bricks, but oh. like the still like it wobbles. Oh, the actual you know? frame, the actual frame yeah, wobbles. Yeah. You know, okay. like so. I did think of that. And what I looked at is actually wall mounted versions. So you can get like yeah, brick you mounted, get, um, you know, yeah, they're yeah, a little you, bit more expensive. That's right. But I mean, then you have to, you know, masonry you to, bit yeah, and you got to yeah. put it into the brick. Depends and what you have. People have asked at the gym, like, oh, you know, why don't we get a pull up bar in the gym? Like one of those wall mounted ones. Oh. And I'm like, the walls are gyp rock. Yeah. Or what the like, fuck are you mounting or, it or to? I think in America they call it drywall. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like you can't put anything in that. Yeah, man. Which why the walls are gyp rock? I don't know, man. It's not my space. Like it's yeah. a commercial space that I rent. It's uh, I would have loved to have solid concrete walls. Yeah, but it's not what I have. It is what it is. Yeah, uh, but you can you can pick up like the the rickety set if you will for about a hundred bucks Australian or sixty five US, uh, and I think you can get the wall mounted on the cheap for about the same price. But then if you if you want quality stuff, you need to be you need to be looking at like a equipment brand like Rogue. If yeah. the, for the best home gym setups, go to Rogue. Like they're they're the CrossFit brand, but still they're they're the best for a reason. They're really now good. I've never I've never used one of these bits of kit, but Are you I, gonna recommend it anyway? No, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> recommend it. I've only ever seen seen it and seen it fail. 
is those pull-up bars that mount in a door frame. Ah, they look useless. Like yes. I look at that and I go, I wouldn't even try to hang from that. I mean, yeah. I know I'm 100 kilos or what'd you say? However many pounds. 225. 225 pounds. So I know I'm, you know, quite big and heavy, but I still look at that and go, well, even if I were half the weight, even if yeah. I was 50, 60 kilos, 150 pounds or something, I go, like it's not bolted in or anything. I've never That's owned one. But do you remember those commercials where it's like, you got a door, you got a gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you remember yeah. That well, shit? I mean, yeah, there's, uh, what are they called? The, it's a, no, um, it's not called a T-Rex, TRX, TRX, right? yeah, I got so, TRX. I mean, they, they work on a on a door yes. sign kind of thing, right? Yes, so, yeah, they do. And you can do a lot with those, with a yes. TRX. You yeah, you can. That's actually not in my recommended equipment. I have them and I, I bought them to take to sea with me. So when I was on a patrol boat in the Navy, we had some gym equipment, but it was very limited. And I didn't ever want to be in a situation where I couldn't you know, get a workout in. Um, so I bought a... a a knockoff brand. It's not knockoff. It's a high quality. But it's not TRX brand, but it's it's the same sort of thing, right? And um, I can count on fucking one hand the amount of times I used them. To be mm-hmm. honest, I did use them a lot during COVID, so that was a saving grace uh, when all the all the shit was locked down. Um, so I mean, they're they're okay, but um, they're really good for doing any sort of pulling movement because if you've tried to do a home workout and you're trying to get your pull uh, sets in, it's fucking hard yeah. without any weight assistance at all with just body weight. Uh, to do and any without, pulling yeah. Yeah, without, a bar. without a bar, without a bar, yeah. that's the key. Without yeah. a bar, like you can do, you can do pulling exercises off like a coffee table and like hang on the bottom side of your table and pull like that. But it's it's hard, and yeah, you know, nah, fuck that it, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. You can do it on chairs and stuff, like if you're dedicated. But it's really, really, it's way easier to have something like a resistance band kit and or a TRX setup yeah. to get your pull exercises in. Push is like fucking easy. You do that all day, but pull is a little bit more challenging. Yep. Um, so yeah, so you can get a rickety pull-up bar thing, whether it's a wall-mounted yeah. one. Some people are maybe, you know, let's take the the home gym, maybe not a step further, but let's just take it to a lateral step. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe you don't need to yeah a strafe yeah. <laughs> maybe you don't need a pull-up bar, but like you've got a couple of kettlebells and a resistance band, and mm-hmm. maybe the park across from your street has Hunt like yeah. whether it's kids playground equipment that often has a bar that can serve as a pull-up bar yep. or you know or a tree yeah some trees have got a pretty good branch that yep. can work as a pull-up bar or some places particularly here in australia and sydney exits. there's these <laughs> fire exits mm. there's these little like outdoor gym things that are pretty crap but they usually they have oh they're bars. everywhere in the in the eastern suburbs yeah so like little gym like fucking park gyms yeah so like you know you might just be like okay cool i'm taking my 12 kilo kettlebell and a couple of bands across to the park there's your that's literally what i did during covid like every other day i went out you know it was all right you you could get a decent workout yeah so you might find yourself not needing you know yeah okay well i don't need to buy a pull-up bar because there's one across the road or you know you might have maybe in your building or in your apartment or house you might Mm. have a particular frame or bar that is literally in your fire exit. Yeah, that is whatever it is that <laughs> yeah. you can use as a pull-up bar. So yeah, hundred percent. Don't yeah. think you have to go buy some frame thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it can be easier, but yeah, I, I'm not sure about the the doorway ones. Like they work, but do that at your own risk. Uh, so the that bit of equipment was recommended if you didn't, you know, connect the dots, was to uh, tick off the overhand pull-ups exercise in the top five that I had. Uh, so that's why we recommended those. And it doubles up as a dips bar as well. Dips are excellent for triceps and chest. Yeah. We're talking pushing. Yeah. So definitely uh, recommended. And the next bit of equipment. Now, this one is, this one's more optional. And I've put optional here. You can get, if you if you just take the recommendation of, of picking up some kettlebells, getting yourself the, the pull-ups bar and the dip bar rack, and maybe some a resistance bank set, you're, you're made like you can get pretty, you know, I'm not going to say you can get jacked, but you can. But you can, man, yeah. You can get so, strong with that kid. Like, yeah. And like, just God, like you get a few kettlebells, even just the kettlebells, type into man. into Google or YouTube, kettlebell exercises. Yeah. It's or better yet. Hundreds of them, man. Or like. better yet, type in Kieran Lefebvre Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> <laughs> and uh, download the Strong for BJJ 12-week program. And there's so much you can do there. They, there you go. Free program. I'll talk Free more, resource as well. I'll, I'll wow. talk more about it at the end. Um, but the next, I, I said that because the next thing is optional. You can go with a barbell set 
that you can pick up from Gumtree. Now, I don't recommend getting dumbbells because we have the kettlebells that have ticked that box. Anything more or less that a dumbbell can do, a kettlebell can do sometimes better. But uh, it, so the the barbell kit, to give you some numbers here, I had a look this morning as well. And on Gumtree, I found that you can get a kit of approximately 70 to 100 kilo of just the plates, secondhand, a little bit rusty, doesn't matter, 100 bucks. And the you can pick up a Olympic uh, weightlifting bar or your what you would know is just a barbell. They're referred to as Olympic when they're 22.5 kilos. Um, they need to be very specific weight or, or about 20 kilos of weight. Uh, you can pick up one of those, a good one, for about 200 bucks secondhand. Yeah, I found one for 100 bucks. There you so go. So half the price. But there you you know, so 200 bucks, we can get a barbell, a good barbell. And, and some weights. And some weights. Yeah. So obviously that's, um, that's going to tick off your... Your your squats. deadlifts, your yeah. squats. Um, I'll put a little asterisk and say yes and no. No, no, but yeah. I mean yes and no. They're going to tick it off, and the reason I say yes is because yes, it's going to tick it off. Yeah, but without a squat rack, it's going to t- use bins, like wheelie bins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, hundred percent. Get yourself some wheelie bins. Chuck over like a towel or something, so the plates don't crack the bin lid. There you go. Or you can oh, get yeah. yourself some bin lids and put a plank of wood just like plywood on top, and that enables you to rack your, your weights. You could do that, yeah. I'm looking at my little sketchy weight setup I've got in the garage. Mm. and Just go that, light. That wouldn't be an option. Like I'm looking at a what I'm squatting is whatever I can clean. because like, About 60 kilos? Yeah, usually, but actually I'm quite bad at squats. I'm really bad at squats. Yeah. And last time, and we're going pre-COVID – that I was going to just, you know, your whatever, anytime fitness gym thing around here. And I was squatting. It got to a point where I, it wasn't the weight that was limiting me. It was whatever, like not a huge amount of weight. It was, I think it was like 70 kilos, 60, 70 kilos, something like that. Mm. And it got to a point where my legs were strong enough. The mobility in my ankles, knees and hips were good enough but my form of squatting is like it started to hurt my back, my lower back, which I knew wasn't because it was too heavy. Like I knew it was like my technique was not good. and Maybe you're collapsing a little bit. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. And was it fixable? Yeah, Yeah. if I had someone come and train me properly, but I was, you know, I really hate squats anyway. So You just have to ask. I carried on and, uh, you know, and, and I quickly moved on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, from in my head, someone who doesn't really like to lift, it se- seems like a bit of a pain in the ass to get bins and set up some shitty rack. Well, I'm probably only going to squat what I can, what I can clean. We have that kettlebell. We have a twenty kilo kettlebell, so you can do goblet squats with the kettlebell. You can do goblet squats, or, or like man, like if you're, I think the majority of people are going to be able to clean and shoulder press it, just the barbell onto their their back. Right, mm. and then if you're like, okay, well, twenty kilo back squats, I can do them all day. Okay, we'll do fucking split squats, do Cossack squats, do um, what are those ones called? Uh, uh, Bulgarian, Bulgarian split Bulgarian squats. split squats. Like you know, essentially yeah. these are all single 100%. leg squat variations. And, and I you're, mentioned you've more or less in little air quotes doubled, doubled the weight. weight. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, and they're actually better for BJJ anyway. Well, yeah, they can be. Yeah. Well, you get the added mobility and everything from it, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And not only is it added mobility, we're talking about stability of unilateral exercises. So whenever you're thinking about what exercises are good for jujitsu, apart from the ones that I've mentioned, uh, particularly for legs, think about things that you can do one one leg at a time, right? So anything that is unilateral or one at a time is going to be excellent for jiu-jitsu because so many people, just people in general, have differences, mus- muscular imbalances from side to side. And those can be masked when you do something like bar, uh, back squats, barbell back squats. Say your right leg is like 25% stronger than your left leg. You probably wouldn't notice in a regular squat. That's right. Because yeah. your right leg is compensating and driving up your left. But if you take your right leg away from your left, then all of a sudden the muscular imbalances become very stark. Yeah, indeed. Indubitably. Um, so <laughs> comparatively to last episode, the 120 Ask a Black Belt that mm. was two hours long, this will be more in our time frame of our regular episode <laughs> length. Back to our regular scheduling, <laughs> our regular uh, programming. All right. um, so to summarize, right, 
we're looking at some kettlebells, some resistance bands. Yep. Essentially four main bits of kits. Yep. Kettlebells, mm-hmm. resistance bands, mm-hmm. uh, some type of bar that yep. you may not even need to purchase because you might have something hanging around a, a tree, rack, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Right? Pull-ups. Pull-ups, essentially. Yep. We're looking at a bar to do pull-ups. Yep. And then we're looking at, you know, for your deadlifts and those mm. sort of things. So um, many things you, you do a barbell. Fuck yeah. Me. And, you know, then we're looking at a barbell with some plates because yeah. even someone who's not very strong, a 20 kilo kettlebell is for deadlifts. Yeah, you can supplement. Yeah. Like, you know, kettlebell swings are a variant of deadlifts, right? You know? Yeah, well, it is a hinge. Yeah, yeah right? you're right. It is but a hinge. Yeah, you're, you're going to struggle to do deadlifts. I'm even some Power generation. We're talking like raw without, power. Without, yeah. you know, 60, 80, 100, 150, 200 kilos, depending yeah. on how how strong you are jacked you want to get but the the barbell opens up your world right you can do pull pulling exercises you got row you're rowing exercises bent over rows rows. you you have landmine because and and then you have all the plates so you can do isolated plate workouts as well like 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 around the world around the world with the plates or like halo like the the yeah sorry that's what i was yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. um you can do fucking all sorts of shoulder exercises isometric work you can, oh man, the world is your oyster. So I think by getting a barbell and uh, some plates will really open up your possibility for your home gym, but it's optional because you can supplement all those. That's it. And look, you might not have the space. Your home gym might be like, look, man, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to be moving my coffee table out of the way and putting down a yoga mat. (laughs) That's what my fiance does. Right. Yeah. So then you may be just looking at some bands and a kettlebell. You don't, you're like, man, I don't want to have an Olympic barbell and plates sitting in my fucking lounge. Stop being a pussy. (laughs) No. So what are so what are we looking at, Kieran? How much are we going to spend? So we're going to spend six hundred and twenty dollars if you got everything that we recommended. But that was based on a couple of things that I found that were a little bit more expensive. Yeah. So remember, Kieran looked at kettlebells that were premium. So he yeah. had an eight kilo, twelve kilo, yeah. twenty kilo kettlebell. So you can cut that down to we'll say you can get the kettlebells, get them for about a hundred bucks, right? You can get a premium kit of resistance band f- for about fifty bucks. Australian, Australian. This talking. is all Australian. Um, you can get your pull ups bar. Well, that can be free, but say you you had to buy one, hundred bucks. So we're at two fifty, and then you can get your um, barbell for a hundred, so three fifty. The get a hundred dollars worth of plates, plates four fifty. So, so realistically, let's call it five hundred bucks. Four fifty, five hundred. We'll say five hundred to anywhere from five hundred to like six twenty, the absolute premium for everything that we recommended. That's yeah. what you're. That's what you're looking to pay Australian. So that would be around like three fifty. Uh, to 500 US. Opposed to a gym membership. Which is, I calculated that in the Sydney region, around 780 to uh, $1,820 Australian per year of a gym membership. And and the 780 is what I pay. It's 15. I didn't realize how much it was. I pay $15 a week, which I only go because it's so fucking cheap. And yeah. it's because everything's weekly in Australia. Um, well, paid weekly. Uh, and it, it, t- it turns out to be 780 bucks. Gee, that's, that's insane. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fucking bank. Um, but I don't mean, don't say that. Now the people listening are going to calculate their jujitsu memberships that no, they no, pay. No. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Good one, Kieran. <laughs> uh, but if, if you're interested and you like what I was saying about, you know, different exercises, etc., and I, I was, I was taking the piss halfway through the episode, but I did want to plug, I do, I did recently make a free 12 week program for, uh, to, to get strong for BJJ. It's called strong for BJJ 12 week program. And I'll put a link to download that in the description of this. It's completely free. Uh, all you have to do is put in your email and I'll send you the PDF. Or if you want a body weight variation for the, the home workout, the gym, home gym workout, um, then I have a body weight version as well. It's called BJJ body weight training and I'll send that to you as well. Uh, so one link and you'll get both. Uh, and I do have a 30 day jujitsu mobility giveaway going on at the moment. Now, now this is turning into a fucking ad. <laughs> this is the ad read. Um, it's basically a 30 day jujitsu mobility challenge. And we were giving away a whole bunch of prizes, three prize packs. The total prize pool is like 1200 bucks us. Um, so get amongst that chance to win a gift card to X Marshall and a BJJ uh, access to the BJJ performance and longevity course. So nice. Get amongst the guys. Link to all that shit in the description. Yeah. So uh, if anyone has any other bits of kit that they swear by that they mm. use in their home gym, let us know. 
Uh, also, <laughs> well, like no, someone might. Sorry, my brain immediately went to like dumb shit, like yeah, dildo, and, like <laughs> shake weight. I don't know why. <laughs> I can imagine someone like Dan well, messaging you know, in. You know, well, some people, you know, some people swear by funny little things, like some people constantly have in their car those little grip strength. Oh, captains uh, of crush grip strength. Yeah, the, yeah, I've got. Or yeah. those. Have you seen those things where I think you need a bit of string to get it going? It's like a gyro ball, and like you, you. Spin have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, yeah, I've, never, used, I've never used one, but um, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's essentially a ball and then inside it has another ball that mm. can rotate and you usually get a bit of string and pull it to get the ball on the inside going and then you just keep moving your hand in this circular motion and like the, the forces of the internal ball rotating mm. is trying to rip the ball the outer ball shell out of your hand. So it's like a grip training thing. Yeah. I've never used Super one, but weird. you know, I've heard of people who swear by them. They're like, man, yeah. they're really good. Or so maybe you've got a funk, like you said, maybe a shake weight, right? <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe you've got something that, that works for you. Or the uh, ab swing pro. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My mom fucking bought you one. Know, <laughs> you know what I did? Yes. You know what I did yesterday though, for the first time in however long. Ab roll outs. Abroll, yeah, um, I man, cheated. I saw the you Instagram. saw the, the photo, <laughs> dude. But I did it yesterday, and as I was doing it, That's I was so like, hard. I was like, I'm gonna be sore tomorrow. Yeah, man. And it's not like I can't, I can't do. Like we were starting the workout, and the guy I was training with, Aaron, goes, "We're doing them on our knees or our toes," and I'm like, "Our fucking knees, bro. What's wrong with you?" I don't even do them on my toes. Like man. I, I can't, I knees, can't man. get flat. Like doing it on my knees. Yeah. Forget about it. And yeah. I'm sore from it. I haven't yeah. done them in so long. And, yeah, they're tough. But um. Yeah, guys, and remember as well, if for anyone who, oh, well, I mean, it's just better to, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify, this is probably irrelevant to you. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you probably already know that the episodes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the episodes are now on our own um, YouTube channel. They've moved from Kieran's YouTube. Mm. The podcast, the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast has its own YouTube channel yep. now. So, And as an announcement, I'm going to make all of the episodes on my, on my personal YouTube disappear very soon. So I'm letting people slowly figure it out because I've got comments on, on the episodes. Oh, you know, link to this is our new YouTube, go subscribe. Um, but they will be disappearing. So the only cool. place you'll be able to find the video version on YouTube is Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast YouTube channel. Cool. And if you want to help, feel free to sub subscribe to that. You know, would be cool, but yeah, yeah, I hate that whole like, click, like, comment. You gotta say it, man. People forget. People like. love our content, but just didn't know that if you click follow on uh, Spotify and leave us five stars on Spotify, it helps us out a lot. We get thousands of <laughs> well, listeners. It's a good thing you said so. But we only have like <laughs> a couple of follows. So yeah. follow us on Spotify it really helps. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, there, that's our a guide to setting up a little home gym and uh, let us know how you go. Get jacked, get strong, and then have people complain, bro, you're just so strong. <laughs> the best compliment you can receive, isn't it, Kieran? <laughs> just too strong, bro. Just too strong, bro. All right, until next time. Bye.